Hello everyone, welcome back to the Shintar Higashi Show, Peter Yu. Today we're going to talk about the everyday judoka that wants to level up. Who wants to take it a little bit more seriously. Yeah. Go to the next level, right? And then break through a plateau. Yeah. So this was a suggestion from one of our patrons, Augustine. Yep. Um, he basically wanted to uh, ask about our opinion on, you know, hobbyists who, want, who love rough randoi and then love yeah. to compete. You know, because we usually... When we talk about hobbyists versus serious competitors, we kind of treat serious competitors on one side and the rest of them on the other. Yeah. And then we usually focus on more like the leisurely people. But, yeah. you know, he wanted to hear more about uh, people more like him who wants to take it more seriously. And yeah, definitely. I used to be one. And, yeah. you know, yeah. so I, I could talk about it a little too. So, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's have at it. Like, uh, how do yep. we... You know, these people still have day jobs, you know, so they can't be, they can't yeah. train twice a day or anything like that, but they want to take it to the next level. Like, what can we do? Yeah. I think first and foremost, you have to make every practice that you can. Yeah. Right? And that doesn't mean doing hard training every single practice of the week. If the guy, if your dojo has judo five days a week, and you can't do hard judo every single day. Yeah. Because there's guys who come in fresh on Tuesday and guys who come in on fresh on Thursday. And if you have three days of very hard training and then those guys are fresh, yeah. you can potentially get injured. Yeah. Right? So changing your intensity based on which day, what day, what round, who you're going with, and always working on something with somebody, right? So whether I go with somebody lighter, somebody smaller, someone less skilled, like I'm always working towards something. Yeah. Yeah. Right? With somebody. Right? So you don't want to be the guy that goes in there and just smashes everybody. Now all of a sudden no one wants to work out with you. Right. 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 Every round so, counts, and then you have to make every it, round. Yeah, yeah, every round counts, and then this is one of the most understated things: is double up, doubling up on randori rounds. Mm, they're going one leg right. to another. Yeah, yeah. So it's like not doubling up like one back to back, but like staying oh, on with the same partner two in a row. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, because if you already serious, you're doing most of the <coughs> rounds, mm -hmm. right? But. Let's say, for instance, when I used to train with Travis all the time and, and Jimmy Pejos, yeah. right? Like, going with him is kind of a luxury, but it's also kind of a nuisance, right? Because, you know, I have a bad day, he's beating the shit out of me, right? Yeah. And then it's rough, mm. and then sometimes it's like, oh, I want to get it out of the way when I'm fresh, whatever it is. But sometimes it's like, yo, we'll do one, two, three rounds back to round, back, yeah. right? With no breaks. So while the buzzer goes off and people are looking for new partners and floating around, we're just still hitting it. Yeah. Because we know we're going to keep it, mm -hmm. right? And then famously, Ishii versus Suzuki, they used to train at Kakushikan together. Mm -hmm. And Suzuki told the story, like, Ishii, man, he'll be like, hey, says it first round, first round, senpai. Uh. And then if he got him first round, he wouldn't let him go for, like, six rolls in a row, six rounds in a row. <laughs> so you knew, like, you were doing, like, a 45-minute banger with this dude, and he's just not going to, right. he's, like, unrelenting. Right, right. So it's like half of the practice is dedicated to this one guy almost, right? <laughs> yeah. And obviously you can't be that selfish with your time if you're in a sort of a commercial gym. Yeah, yeah. But if you've identified certain people around your skill level who are also trying to get to that next level, yeah. and then you make it clear to the coach, like, hey, right? For instance, let's say if you're at the KBI now, yeah. and if you wanted to compete and Gianni wanted to compete, mm -hmm. and if you guys were like, all right, you know, we both want to, I might just even say, like, you guys doubling up. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we do three minute rounds, you know, 30 minute, 30 seconds rest, three minute round. So now it's like you're going six and a half straight. Oof. Oof. Right? Yeah. Not crazy, but maybe yeah. you do three in a row. Yeah. Three in a row. Right? That way you get a high intensity, high skill Vandori all in one shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you can kind of go. Yeah. Off and then rest or recover. Right? That's one way to structure your training. 
And then also, like, let's say you're not good with lefties. Mm-hmm. So getting four back-to-back lefty rounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right. So you go with Gianni, who's lefty, then Eugene's also yeah. a lefty, and you go with Eugene, and then Greg Lalos is lefty. Yeah. So now you have three back-to-back lefty roles, so you do 10 minutes straight of being in that mentality of mm-hmm. going with lefties. Right? So you're refining, 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 and then doing things like this. Right. right? So those two things are kind of like the main things that I think to kind of design yeah. your training to get to the next level. So... So that's the judo side, like how to structure yeah. randoi. And then we're not talking about uchikomis that much because at, mm, we're, yeah. at this point, you are like above that kind of, you know? Yeah. Um, so how about weightlifting, like training outside of judo? What do you, th- what do you, th- what do you recommend for these people? Because I yeah. try to, when I was really intense, I would lift and do judo, like yeah. on and on and then off, like yeah. alternate kind of. But um, it's... It, it's taxing on the body, like, you yeah, know, like with is. a full-time job. So any yeah. advice on that? I think you don't need to lift, like, a five-day lifting program. You know, yeah. people do push-pull legs, rest, push-pull legs, yeah. rest like a bodybuilder. I don't think you need that, but you definitely need to fill in your weaknesses, yeah. right? So if you're not that explosive of an athlete, yeah, you, you should be doing some sort of explosive movement. Mm. You know, and I think, like, cardio training is very important. Weight management is very important. So it's like where you are in the cycle like oh man i gotta lose 10 15 pounds okay low intensity steady state cardio yeah doing lots of steps doing that kind of a cardio and then having once a week where you're just doing blowout sprints fast 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 for explosion yeah maybe like uphill sprints and then working on like uh you know mobility lifting you know filling in the gaps yeah you know what i mean so like doing progressive overload to peak you know on the bench might not be very helpful because that's not the movement you're really using yeah yeah, and you have to look at your energy systems. Like, do you gas out fast? Do your forms get tired? You know, all these different things. You have to design a curriculum for you, a training program yeah. for you, mm-hmm. right? And I do think majority of people aren't naturally that strong. Right. And you can't just get strength from judo. I'm a big believer in this, right? Yeah. You have to have a foundational strength. Yeah. So having, like, a lifting program when you're sort of earlier on in your life, right? Whether you – maybe you were an accountant your whole life. All of a sudden, now you're going yeah. to judo. You've been doing it for two years. You love it. Okay, I want to take it to the next level. Implement the lifting program. Yeah. Right? And that lifting program probably is a foundational lifting program because you don't have the foundation for it. Right. Right? But for me, who've been lifting since, you know, I'm 13, 14 years old, yeah. for me to go on like a push-pull legs split with like, all right, you know, uh, eight exercises for the chest, incline, decline, fly, whatever it is, and doing that, it's not going to be helpful anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, majority of my lifting program at my age might be maintenance. Based. Right, right. You know what I mean? Keeping my explosive speed and doing sprints. A lot of what I should be doing is, like, uh, weight management stuff. I see. I see. You know, and even when I'm doing lifting, it should be sort of circuit training. <coughs> because for me to, if I was competing at 100 to 20, if there was a physically, like, weaker thing that was happening where I needed to gain strength, then I would probably do, you know, go back into, like, Heavy benching, yeah. deadlifting, squat, and all those things, but I'm not. Mm. Right? So you got to look at where your needs are. I see. And I definitely do think there's a place for cardio and lifting. Yeah. It doesn't have to be every day, right? Because the majority of your training should be should judo. Be judo. Yeah. And if your weightlifting is taking away from judo to a point where you can't do judo in the evening, that, then you yeah. know, you're not getting enough mat time. Yeah. Right? And we're talking about hobbyists who are trying to turn into serious hobbyists. Yeah. Who are, you know what I mean? Who want to compete in local circuit and yeah. whatnot. 
Dude, I see it all the time, man. I'm going to start deadlifting because you think deadlifts is a great exercise. Yes. Now, all of a sudden, they're doing strong lifts program, five by five, and then they're doing the progress. Oh, they throw out their back. They can't do judo. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. what was the point of that? You know? That's why I, I, I couldn't really decide on the program. So when I was, like, training hard uh, for nationals, yeah. for example, I just did, like, whole body, like, three big lifts, you know, bench, squats, yeah. and then... Yeah. Uh, deadlifts like i don't i don't do anything like really heavy yeah then i'll do pull-ups yeah yeah and then that'll be my weight uh weightlifting day yeah Yeah. so it it was enough for me and you know so it doesn't you don't have to be like oh follow the best program or optimize to the max yeah no and then if you do lift heavy in the morning and then it's you know you're fatigued in the evening go with people who are much lighter smaller weaker and then you can sort of take a technical approach that right 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 and you have to kind of like adjust but you know you lift in the mornings you should be able to be recovered enough for the evening if you're eating properly sleeping properly all that stuff yeah yeah makes sense so that's that judo uh judo training supplementary training outside and now how about competitions like how do you pick the right competitions and like how do you you know get the team going together you know yeah, it's, you, yeah. it is an individual sport but at the same time going to tournaments yeah. you know it, and it's Jimmy better. Pedro said this in our, one of our episodes recently yeah. like every tournament has to be developmental yeah you never want to go into a tournament that you're just going to get smoked it's not even good for you right it's right it's too risky you can get injured every t- tournament you should do it should be just slightly above your level so it's developmental and you learn something from it yeah and that's a conversation you have to have with your coach uh huh because even within the local circuit, people know, okay, this, this tournament's there, that tournament's there, this is the points tournament, mm. I know these gyms go to that tournament. So you can kind of figure out which local competition is going to be tough, not so tough. Right. Right? So you kind of have to gauge that and then kind of have to have a group of guys going together mm-hmm. to know, right, yeah. where you kind of belong. Yeah. And the biggest thing that happens after you do the competition is you have to analyze your games. You have to analyze your matches. Mm. And then you have to be introspective about it and approach it from a intellectual standpoint. Yeah. That's the biggest one. Even when you do Rondori at night, yeah. you have to dedicate some time to going back and then trying to understand mm-hmm. patterns and mistakes. You know, it's like me mm. only playing blitz and chess. Yeah, then that's all instinct, instinctive. Yeah. And, I played no, for like a yeah. year straight. I still sucked after <laughs> a year straight of playing chess. I was making the same mistakes over and over again. So you yeah. think, oh, so in chess you should also try to play the standard game? Dude, I was not getting better at chess at all. I usually yeah. consistently beats yeah. me all the time in chess. I freaking suck at chess. <laughs> I love chess. Yeah, I know your right? deal, yeah. But I suck at yeah. it. And I'm like wondering, and then I literally Googled five mistakes beginners make in when they're trying to get good at chess. And the first one was like only playing short games. Ah, I see. That was number one. And I was like, all right. I don't have the attention span for longer 20, 30 minute games. Yeah. So I'm going to do instead of a five minute blitz to a rapid 10 minute game. I see. Right. So I, I did that. Right. That was the first adjustment yeah. that I made. And the second biggest mistake was not analyzing your games. After the game. Yeah. After. I still yeah. don't really do it, but I do it every now and then. Yeah. Right. Which kind of gives you like, oh, you know. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so those two things directly same with judo. Yeah. You have to analyze your matches. You have to analyze your thing. Whenever you have a, a randori night, you have to go back and kind of think about it. Yeah. And be introspective about it. Right? What worked, what didn't work. What could I have done better? You know? And also, like, picking the right competition, kind of like instead of always going for blitz that you like, there's yeah. something a little yeah. tougher, right? The yeah. rapid yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. So then, um, 
So you you select these uh, local tournaments, and I, I eventually you know you'll get to the point where you want to go to regionals and like even yeah. to nationals <laughs> and all that. Like what what's your what are your thoughts on that? And this it because once you go outside of locally, like you need funding to travel, you may need funding to travel, or you know it, it becomes a bigger problem. So. Yeah. What do you like for hobbyists? What do you recommend? Like it's. I mean, you gotta have a nine to five at the beginning. Yeah. Right? Your hobbyist, you're trying to pay for this hobby. Yeah. And it's starting to get costly, right? And most hobbies are costly. Yeah. You know. True. Yeah. You could try picking up golf. Oh, dude. Right. It's so much more expensive, right? Yeah. Peter? It's it's not as expensive as uh, yeah no. yeah. Oh, I, I, I meant judo is not as expensive as uh, golf. Yeah, yeah, no way. Yeah. So, you know, Even you, if you're you kind of have to like, yeah, yeah you got to budget for that, then you got to do it. And, you know, if they have training camps, yeah. go do that. Visit other dojos if they have open mats. And yeah. trying to get different looks. Yeah. Right? But like I always say, man, this is a good conversation to have with your coach because I have a lot of guys who are in my gym doing well, doing local competitions, and now they fool themselves into like, all right, I got to get to the next level. I'm going to go all these open mats and see what happens and then they tear the ACL or break their arm. Yeah. Mm. Especially because it's like, oh, I'm Shintaro, I'm a green belt on the Shintaro. Now all of a sudden, yeah. they're at a different gym and people assume that the guy is very, very good. Right, right. And you're a guest and you're trying to smoke them and you just don't really get the culture and now all of a sudden, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Their black belts come out and kick the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. That's not a good look. You know, we had so many guys like that. So, <laughs> really? You kind of have to have a open, yeah, kind of, open dialogue with your coach about that and then start kind of not branching out but getting other looks new people mm -hmm. and that's where it helps if you have a gym that has guests and visitors yeah right which you know some gyms do all the time yeah yeah because then especially yeah. in new york city because manhattan everyone coming here for vacation right right they go on vacation they bring a gi they hit me up can i come by and work out with you sure yeah you know? they come and now all of a sudden my intermediate guys have exposure to like a black belt from the Netherlands or something. Yeah. You know? Com right? Completely different styles and yeah. Yeah. And then if they're honest about it with me and having a conversation, it's like, how good is that guy? Yeah. And then I could say like, oh, you know, he'd probably be like top 10 in the country or something like that, but he's not international level good. Yeah. Right? And now they can measure themselves against that person and now all of a right. sudden this person's like, okay, you know, yeah. this is exactly where I am. Therefore, these are the competitions that I, sh I could potentially go to. And then if they want to go to like a, you know, I don't know, President's Cup, it might be a reach. Yeah, right? yeah. Because you're not even close to beating that guy. Yeah. So let's stick local here or the higher level local levels. Or if you're on the national ranking roster, it's like, all right, let's go to an E-level or D-level yeah. tournament. But even those, you know, E-level on the East Coast versus West Coast, very different. Very different. Uh, yeah, West Coast is a lot tougher with judo. Yeah. More dojos. You know? so, so that's on the ho serious hobbyist side. Yeah. So let's kind of uh, switch gears to the coach's side, like or the gym yeah. owner, you know, who is supporting this effort. So what do you do? Like uh, when people come up to you, it's like, hey, uh, Shintaro, I want to I wanna take things more seriously. I want to do more uh, hard run glories and I want to compete yeah. more. Like what do you, how do you, uh, how do you help these people usually? I mean, I, I'm at a point where it's like, Anyone could tell me anything. But yeah. if I don't see that in their actions, I don't give any meaning to it. You yeah. know what I mean? People tell me all the time, I want to compete. I want to be a champion. Yeah. I want to do this. I want to... Okay. You know, then I better see you. Every time I'm in the dojo, I better see you here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And when I don't see you here and then they show up, I don't see them for three weeks and they're like, hey, man, you know, I remember our conversation. Like, what can I do? It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. 
you told me you wanted to do something. I've been thinking about your judo. I haven't seen you in three weeks. You, yeah. You don't get to keep like just telling me you want to be a champion. But if you, you're there every day that I'm there, right? I see that you're putting out. You're working hard, asking the right questions. Doing all the things to put themselves on the fast track. Yeah. It's like this. You know, I saw a clip. You know, Derek from More Plates, More Dates. He's like the nutrition guy, right? He's the... Okay. I don't know. Probably, no, yeah, I don't. You, you, different demographic. <laughs> but, but I feel like a muscle dude, you okay. know, and then he's talking to this guy. Yeah. And he's like, hey, oh, I can't really lose the last bit of belly fat, and I always yeah. try, and I always lift, and I do this many cardio. And Derek goes, well, do you count calories? And the guy's like, no. And he goes, well, there you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like okay. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, I'm doing this. Uh, do you count calories? No. Okay, well, then, you know, so you, I, I can't help you if you're not counting calories. You, it's kind of like that. It's like, oh, I want to compete more, you know, yada, yada. And you would ask, yeah. do you come to practice every day? Yeah, do you come training every day? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, no, I'm doing everything I can. All right, how many times a week did you lift and run this week? Yeah. Oh, I, you know, all right, yeah, not serious enough. <laughs> not wasting yeah. my breath. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I won't help you, you know, and if it's a technical question, then, you know, you're making a certain mistake and it's, I'll just yeah. tell you, but if they're asking me for something more beyond the scope of regular coach student relationship, right? Like, Hey, I need you to help me out to get to this thing. And I want you to be my guy. And I want to have access to you 24 seven. I want to call you and stuff like that. Like, like Gianni has that. Yeah. Oh, of course. Gianni at the gym, man, he can hit me up anytime. He, right. I'll, I'll, he yeah. really impresses me. I think he's one of the, like the top, I, I mean, I, he's even a hobbyist at this point. He's, like, pretty serious about this, yeah? Dude, he works in a very stressful professional environment. Yeah. He works in finance. He gets up every day at 5, puts the time in a workout. Yeah. Right? He's 24-7 thinking about this stuff, asking me questions. And then we're, every time I'm at training, he's at training, you yeah. know? Obviously, when he has work-related stuff, he lets me yeah. know ahead of time, right? But just his progression is just... I know. I it's um, it's very admirable you know? to see him. I I you know I've yeah. met him a couple of times. I've only you know yeah. run door with him a couple of times. But you you know you can tell he's like a serious guy. And, yeah, dude. and then you know same thing, man. He's like, I want to fight and I want to be successful. It's like, okay, yeah. you gotta have to make eighty one. All right, how do we do that? You All right, because he he when I met him at first he was competing at ninety, I think. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he was like 210. Yeah. You know? Now he's cutting down, and it's like, all right, you got to count, calor- count calories. Oh, wow. Counting calories, right? Losing the weight. You yeah. Know, losing the weight, putting in cardio, working out with Eugene twice a week and lifting and running. Oh, right? wow. Okay. Doing judo, mean... doing jujitsu, every, right? And then he's working full time. Dude, this guy is 5 a.m. to freaking 10 p.m. every day doing this. <laughs> you know, between like training and work, training yeah. and work, training and work. And, and it's like he shows me with his actions that he's serious, and I'm like, this kid is worth me right and then you would, to give him everything that i got you were you know? sometimes traveled with him have you been on the his sideline right i no? don't know about that oh no <laughs> I, I, I don't always travel yeah you know, but eventually right yeah. whenever he he doesn't need me like that yet i see i see you know, he just still needs to get mad time in these competitions but then eventually when he gets to a point where is he gonna make it mm-hmm. you know right he's close he has to win you know and taking a third or a fifth at this event might make that decision. Yeah. Then when he gets to that level, 100%, I'm going to be there for him. Yeah. Right? But not yet. I, I'm not needed like that. There's other ways that I could help him. Right, right. That I don't have to burn a whole weekend for him. Yeah, you know? I see. So, but yeah, everyone, you know, they all say they want to be a champion. Everyone tells me this. Well, yeah, right? but can, you know, are you and willing I mean, to yeah. do, 
do what Gianni is doing. I Dude, I did yeah. it for a period of time and for the Nationals, yeah. but it uh, I don't think I could have like lasted this long like as Gianni has. Like for that's the, why it's so hard to make an Olympic team. Yeah, to do it sustained for four, four years, years at yeah. a time. Olympic cycle after Olympic cycle. It's tough. You know? It's a tough life. Tough life. Yeah, you gotta love it. You gotta yeah. stay healthy. You gotta be lucky not to get injured. Et yeah, etc. Et you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. Well, this is uh yeah for those of you hobbyists who want to take it more seriously. Yeah. This is what it takes. Uh, yeah. It's not easy. No. But, but you know if you structure it in a way it's more fun I guess I mean no. there's a gradient to this too right like you don't have to yeah. go all the way to no. Gianni's level yeah. you can but still enjoy you know first and last out yeah first and last out Philo man come to train you get off work at 6 head straight to the dojo be there yeah. have a conversation talk to the people no more happy you know, hours <laughs> no more happy hours Dr drill I will not say drink don't drink <laughs> drill yeah right and then get extra math time and then practice and stay after, man. Stay yeah. after, do a couple throws, ask more questions, drill extra. Nick Bridsmay does that. He's there first and he leaves last yeah. consistently, right? And that's extra math time, extra math time. And when you're doubling up the rounds, you could also spare, right, the time that you would be walking around looking for right. a new partner. Yeah, how? You know? and it then when adds the, up. When you pick Those, a partner, yeah. yep, adds up. And you know what? Sometimes you pick a partner and you immediately go. And there's still 27 seconds to look for a partner. Work those 27 hours. You yeah. don't have to go all out because people are walking around. Yeah. Right? But you can start entering your stance. You can start messing around with grips. Yeah. And you can start the low intensity like flow into the actual round. And yeah. that way you get, you know, I don't know, 15, 20% more, mm. right, roll time. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like the buzzer goes off, <laughs> you fix your belt. And then you get pushed belt, out, out of bounds. Out of bounds, and you enter and you circle each other for like, <coughs> right? Yeah. 15 seconds, and then the first time you put your hands on, already 47 seconds has gone. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you lost a minute. Two, two minutes left. Minute. Yeah. That's a yeah. that's a trick. I used I I, I love that's a bit. trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a Japanese YouTuber that did that. Like it looked like he him and this guy were gonna uh, go at it. Uh. And they did every trick in the book to not engage, and it was like a five-minute round of them not even touching each other. Is it uh, what's his name? Ka Kawabata. Oh, so Kawabata. What's his name? The short. I don't think it was him. Oh, okay. I think it was somebody else. I see. I gotta check it out. Yeah. But it was like it was. I gotta make that video. Yeah, you should. You should. <laughs> yeah. You can. You yeah. can uh, learn a lot from my uh, my uh, recipe book. You know. <laughs> yeah. Use the element. It's like tying your shoes in wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> or the, the the ankle band, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know your shoelace is untied, and you wait for the belt to go, <clears throat> buzzer to go off. All right, let's go, guys, take downs, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah. <laughs> you tie a shoe, yeah, and you gotta tie the other shoe, yeah. yeah. And then you like wrestle, and then he touches your head, and then you have to fix your headgear. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you gotta look good, yeah. And then you take one bad shot, and you push him out of bounds, and you like walk to the middle the of the mat, net, yeah. And then you then you float around and you're like, well, no, no, it's too crowded here. Let's find a better space. And then <laughs> you seem to know uh, know about this really well. <laughs> All right. I was a master at this. Yeah, no one better than me at that. <laughs> so yeah. funny. Cause I used to be hungover all the time when I was. Oh young. gosh, I see, I see. Yep. yep. Still yep. made NCAA, right? The for, what? What do you call that? All American. Weren't you all American? Wrestling. Yeah. No, 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 no. I was never All-American. I was All-State. All-State. Okay, All-State, yeah. 
I didn't make it. To, I lost in the conference finals, and then I didn't go to nationals. Oh. I lost in the finals. Qualifier. Almost, so, almost. I know. I know. Too bad. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is how you take things, take yep. it seriously with judo as a hobbyist. And uh, yep. anything else? Nope. All right. Guys, join us on Patreon. Thank you guys for always listening and tuning in. Yeah. Thank you very much, and we'll see you guys in the next yep. episode.